Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 440, and today I am excited because we are going to be kicking off this five-step roadmap series to launch private label products on Amazon, and I'm going to explain exactly what this all means. I have Chris Schaefer on, which is going to also be here during this series. And uh, we're going to really walk through the five-step roadmap that we're currently using, our students are are currently using, and people that we're helping are currently using. And I I get a lot of times, Chris, I get a lot of people that say, Scott, like, is the stuff that you talked about in the past still current? And for the most part, yes, with some exceptions. That's why I decided to do this five-part series where we're going to actually break things down. So, Chris... How are things going? Are you excited to jump into the five-step roadmap? Man, I am absolutely jacked up to jump into the five-step roadmap because this is something we get asked about all the time. And you know, even when we do our workshops and we do stuff like that, people are like, do you guys actually do this stuff? And the answer is absolutely yes. And these are the steps that we use. And you know, we've talked about this in the past. We've talked about it kind of across different podcasts. So what we're doing right now is we're sitting down and we're kind of breaking it down in a series so that they're all in one place for people Like if you and I were to select a product today, this is where we would start. And then we're going to work our way kind of through that exact process. So this should be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I'm excited about it. And, you know, we always have people that ask that question. And that's why I decided to do this, Um, especially, you know, leading into the new year, depending on when you're listening to this. um, I always do like to kind of come back and then kind of go through it. Now, we do go through this exact five-step roadmap uh, in and during our workshop. So if you are listening to this, doesn't really matter when, you can always go to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And this five-step roadmap is pretty much all broken down in about 90 minutes. What we're going to do here in this series is we're going to break those five steps down. Now today, what we're going to be doing is really giving the overview as far as what it takes, what we look at, and really what to expect in this series. Now, it's funny, Chris, I get a lot of people that say, Scott, you know, I've already launched products and, you know, I, I kind of sometimes have to go back to the basics because sometimes I forget, you know, what I have to do to really find the products, but then launch the products or just build out the brand. And sometimes you need a refresher and that, you know, this here can be that for you. So, uh, I know a lot of people that are listening are probably maybe already on their way, but they have to come back and kind of like break things down and kind of simplify things because we do get a little bit overwhelmed with all the information out there. And I get this question a lot too, Chris, is like, well, aren't there like these these different secrets and stuff that you guys are using or these, these different hacks that you guys are using? And the answer is no, <laughs> it's really comes down to the five steps. And, uh, you know, in our new brand that we talk a lot about now, which actually, Chris, I just pulled some numbers since we've launched that brand just about seven months ago, we just hit 160,000 in revenue. Now that's a new brand. And in the first few months, it was pretty low, maybe $8,000 for the first month. And then maybe we went to 15,000. Right now, we're consistently hitting between 30 and 35K and growing every single month. So it's getting exciting, but it's exactly what we're doing here in the new brand. And I just want to really just highlight that for people because people think that there's these special hacks or these secrets. We're doing everything white hat. So this way here, if we ever want to sell, we, you know, we don't have to worry about that stuff. And I was just talking to Joe Valley the other day who actually does, you know, sell FBA businesses and e-commerce business. And it's exactly what he said. The minute you start playing around with gray hat, black hat stuff, 
there's holes in your business and that can be stuff that uh, you don't want to do moving forward. So Chris, let's kick this thing off with really like, okay, like if you're starting from scratch, like right now, what are, what are we thinking to ourselves? Like, are we just going to go out there and find a product or a market? And from there, what are, what is the first step? Let's kind of talk about that. Well, the first step, Scott, is to use all of these ninja tools that are out there to look at the same. Oh, wait, no. The first step for me <laughs> would be to, that was a joke. That was a joke. To take a look at the stuff that I'm touching on an everyday basis. And you've heard me talk about this. You talk about this all the time. We harp on this, right? But it cannot be understated. I would start with the touch list, right? And a lot of our products, almost every product in the new brand came from a touch list, right? And it's one of those things that's just too simple to actually work, except it does, right? And it works consistently and it doesn't just work for us. It works for a lot of the people in the TAS community and a lot of people in the private label classroom. If you guys aren't familiar with the touch list, basically grab a pen and a paper. I would write it down. You can do it on your phone. You can do it wherever you want. And as soon as your feet hit the floor, you start writing down everything that you touch for a day. Now, Scott, I know the question that a lot of people are thinking right now is, you know, well, aren't I going to write down the same things that you and Scott and my wife and everybody else are writing down? And the answer is to some extent, yes, most of us are going to grab a coffee cup or a teacup, right? We're going to all grab the pen and paper, but there's going to be a lot of things throughout the day that, that I touch that Scott doesn't necessarily touch. Like Scott, you don't have a cat, right? I didn't miss that. I do not have a cat, right? I have a cat and a dog and a, and a crested gecko. So, you know, even just on the pet stuff, I touch a bunch of stuff on a daily basis that you wouldn't touch. But with the touch list, the thing that a lot of people miss is it's not just the stuff on that list. It's the stuff that the stuff on that list can lead you to. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, it, it does. And I just want people to know too, like we're just scratching the surface here, but I wanted to give you guys, and Chris wants to give you like something you can do like and pull away from this overview of the five step. We are going to be digging into this in the first part, actually the first official part of the series, which will be on the next uh, podcast episodes. So that's why you're going to want to go back and, and, or actually you're going to want to listen to these in sequential order. All right. But what we're doing right now is we're just touching the surface. Like a lot of people think that you need those ninja tools. Now are tools going to help you. Yes. We are going to talk about that, especially in the first part of this series. In the next episode, we're going to talk about how we are using the tools. And it's not really how a lot of people are using the tools. A lot of people are using the tools to find the products. We're not necessarily doing that. We're doing it to validate and to really then go through and look at the history and all of those things, and then also track certain products and also what we look for. But to get started, like Chris said, the touch list is so underrated. It's, it's like, to me, it's this new brand was built off of a touch list. And it was funny. I, I don't know if you asked me the other day, or maybe it was my wife. I, I don't, I forget now, but we were talking about the new brand and actually how the idea was discovered. It might even have been my daughter that was visiting. Uh, you know, so it was funny and it was like, no, it was actually came from something my wife was, was using and then got talking to a friend. And then that's how it kind of became what it is. And then they came to me and said, Hey, is this thing, you know, can, can we get into this market? And then I started digging in and I said, uh, yeah, we probably could. So that's kind of how it was not found 
by just going out there and having a, a tool put it on a platter for us and serve it to us. And so that's what we're going to be talking about in the first part. So you're not going to want to miss that part. Um, but what I want to do here today, Chris, really is just give people that framework. But the touch list is a great one to start at. And again, like Chris said, grab your notebook, your pad, uh, your, your, uh, your pen, and just start writing down things that you touch on a daily basis. You'll be, you'll be so surprised. I, I also share this in, in one of our workshops where I talk about the Jeep story where yeah. I actually, yeah, I, I actually found, uh, and you did this, uh, something very similar, Chris, but you can share that story here in a second. But you know, I was going to look for a new Jeep. And from there, I discovered a market that I was not even aware of this, this cult in a sense of these Jeep owners. And, you know, they have meetups, they have all this stuff. They're just, you know, some are off-roaders, some are, you know, just for show, like all of these different things. And I didn't realize that there was this, this raving fan base in this market. And then I started digging in and I'm like, if I wanted to, I could go into that market, but I did not find that market by looking at a tool necessarily. I used tools to validate that the, that the products or the market was worth going into. So Chris, uh, explain what happened to you when you were moving. Well, it was actually after I moved and like most of us, I was kind of lazy. I had a room in my house, you know, it was a guest room and I hadn't had any guests since I moved in for about six months. And I, you know, finally had uh, my business partner, Joel, flying into town. You guys may or may not have heard Joel. He's been on the podcast a couple of times and he's been on times. a couple of Facebook lives with us. He's a good dude if you want to get to know him. But he was flying into town to do some of, of our quarterly planning. And I decided, you know, I should probably have like a bed for him. Right. Instead of forcing him to put <laughs> right. him in a hotel room. So I started, you know, moving the boxes around and, and putting the bedroom furniture together and all that happy stuff and found that I was missing a piece. So one of the pieces of furniture. Right. And went on Amazon and looked. And sure enough, there were hundreds of units of what I was looking for selling a day or selling a month rather. And there were six or eight products that we could have launched as a brand on the back end of that that were complementary. that were also selling hundreds of units a month. Right. And it was just one of those things that I never, you know, a tool never would have found that right <clears throat> without some really weird criteria. And it was something that I happened to touch that day and had a need for. And the Scott, the, to be honest, like the reason that I even looked at it is just because we are in this space. And yeah. I was like, I wonder. Right. Mm. And that's where a lot of these things start. There's going to be a lot of things that you touch on a daily basis that you might not put down on something like a touch list. But if you write everything down, you're going to find a few things out of that. And if I wouldn't have thought to look right, I, I never would have discovered that market and we never would have been able to talk about it. And it's just one of those things where you're like, there's no way that this sells well. But if I need it, maybe other people need it, too. And one of the things and one of the reasons you and I really like getting started on Amazon is because you can validate that there's depth and demand on those products. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, guys, like I said, we are going to go through all five steps. Like we're just scratching the surface on this first step, really. And we're going to dig really deep into uh, the next the next podcast episode. So definitely uh, check that out. Again, we go through this in great detail on the workshop all the way through. Let me just kind of cover um, what we're going to be talking about in this series. So the first part is really how to find and validate products and markets, which we're kind of talking about right now, but we're going to dig into more, more stuff in the next podcast, but also some, some additional stories and stuff. And I know, Chris, we just actually uh, possibly found another new product, not by looking at a tool, but by your mother and something that she was buying at 
an art festival of some kind. So yeah, yeah it was kind of like you brought that to my attention. I'm like, oh wow, pretty unique, pretty awesome. Maybe we could sell it, right? So that's that. So we are going to be going into how to find and validate products and markets. I want to highlight that. We're not just talking about products. We're talking about markets that are buying products. A big, big thing there to make sure that you're aware of, guys. We're looking at products that serve markets, all right? And I always kind of go back to go off a little bit of a, of a side note here. I look at, at magazines kind of like that, uh, like this. If you're looking at a magazine, they're catering towards a market. There's products in that magazine that are being served to that market. Okay. So just think about it that way. The next thing we're going to be talking about in, in another podcast episode that will follow the, the first one, which we're going to be talking about finding and validating products is how to source. And there's a lot of lessons we've learned through, uh, you know, the few years that we've been doing this, uh, just from, you know, making mistakes and then almost costing us a lot of money. I just did a podcast episode where, uh, you know, our source or our, our uh, agent actually, because we've created a really great relationship, saved us you know, thousands of dollars on a potential product that could have been bad. And we're going to talk all about that, where to find your products, all of that. So again, you know, a lot of people think you just go to Alibaba, AliExpress, and that's where you, that's not the case. And we're going to talk all about that and really what you need to understand when going through that phase. Again, these are the five steps, the five phases, as we call them. The next thing will be how to prepare for your launch, because we want to get everything ready. We want to get our listing optimized, but we also want to get uh, ourselves ready to start getting sales so we can start to push the algorithm and start getting ranked inside of Amazon. The next thing is we're going to talk about how to launch. That'll be in the next part of this series. And then from there, how to promote and grow. All right. So that's everything we're going to be, we're going to be talking about. We're going to be doing this through this five part series. I say five part, it might be six part, but it's right now it's five steps. All right. So that's what we're going to be doing. Now, one of the things that I wanted to cover here, Chris, and I think is really important for people is why Amazon? Like, why would we start on Amazon? Now, I have a list here. I want to hear you just ramble your just top of mind. Like, why would you pick Amazon versus just starting on your own website? <laughs> well, that's kind of a loaded question because you know my background and you know that <laughs> in my background, I used to start with my own website. And you, you've done a lot done of that it too. too. Yeah. And, and I mentioned another one a minute ago, but the first is it's so much easier, right? It's so much easier than building your own website. You don't need to know how to code. If you can write an English sentence, you can create an Amazon product listing, right? It might not always feel like that, but that's really what it comes down to. Amazon takes care of driving the traffic. They take care of collecting the payments. They take care of all of the traffic and the technological issues and all of those kinds of things. All you have to do is find a product and plug it in. But the other thing that's really cool about Amazon, or I guess one of the two other things that I really like about Amazon, Scott, is that you can choose products that are validated based on demand, right? One of the biggest mistakes that I saw entrepreneurs make in my previous life working at you know, a startup incubator was they would find and create products that scratched their own itch, but that literally no one else cared about. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And that that's something that you and I get questions about all the time. Like, should I start with something that already exists or should I create a brand new product from scratch? First of all, there's not really anything new under the sun. It's always just a little bit of a twist. And if you are creating something brand new that has never existed before, I would generally advise you not to do that unless you have some substantial reason to think that there's market demand there. But Amazon really is able to show us if there is demand for a product. And we do that through some of the validation that we're going to talk about in, you know, the the first phase of all of this stuff. And we do a lot of demand validation. We know that if it sells on Amazon, that it's going to sell well for us down the road in the future 
off Amazon as well. Yeah, no, and you hit a lot of them uh, right off the top of your head. I've got a little list here. I'm gonna run through these uh, with you guys. I've got eight of them. And number one is we can validate very fast. All right. Now, when we were, you know, back in the day, Chris, uh, when we would when we would do walk this, walk uphill both ways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, from school uh, in the snow, uh, like if we were starting this new brand that we have done now in seven months and we're at one hundred sixty thousand in revenue right now and we're at when well, we're probably around thirty five to forty percent margin right now. And that's going to get better because our sourcing is going to get a little better and our shipping is going to get a little better and all that stuff. But right now we're in a pretty good place, uh, you know, with that. But it, I mean, from your experience, Chris, and I'm even using my own experience, if I decided to start a website to sell, even, even if I was going to private label on my own website, I'd have to go out there, create the website. I'd have to figure out my merchant, how I was going to get it fulfilled. Um, I would have to see if I was going to fulfill it myself or I was going to have, uh, you know, a third party fulfill it. Um, I would have to do my customer service. I would have to do all that. I'd have to find out where I was going to get my traffic. I'd have to drive my own traffic to uh, my, my product, you know, listing on my website, like all that. Like I'd have to figure out the hosting of my website, like all that I would have to figure out. I would almost bet right now we would not be at 160,000 revenue. I mean, what do you think we would, Chris? I would agree with that. I mean, there's there's a chance, but it wouldn't. It would if we if we did, it would be a lot more work, and it would be. And to me, now let's say that we did all that and we didn't. Let's say we got to twenty thousand dollars. You know, okay, still we we've we've gotten some sales. We're starting to see what traffic's converting. We're doing a lot of testing, right? But at that point, you've spent seven months to figure out maybe this is not the market or the products that we want to do. Now we got to start over again. And in another seven months, we knew this pretty much in the first four to six weeks, if we were going to keep this first product or not. And just so you guys know, we've talked about this before. Sometimes your first, second, maybe even third product isn't your, your product. That's going to be your top seller. Maybe it's the third, fourth, fifth product, which actually happened to us, but we're able to test that and validate it very quickly. And then from there, we can liquidate it and start with a new one and we can keep testing and tweaking that way. And again, that's why to me, validating super fast allows us to see if we want to continue to, to, you know, push these products or even this market. So number two is you're not guessing, right? And I get a lot of people to say, well, you know, Scott, why, uh, you know, why don't I just go ahead and, uh, you know, put a product, you know, up on my website and see if it sells. Well, you're kind of guessing that it's going to sell unless you've done some research into markets and seen that other products are selling on other platforms. Maybe it's another platform, but we're not guessing. We're looking at numbers that are being generated through a platform. So we have a pretty good chance of knowing that. Number three, we get to read the reviews and create better products. A lot of people don't realize that's a huge advantage. Whether you're selling on Amazon or not, we're able to dig into real people, people's reviews. Now, some people would say, well, some are fake. Well, don't look at the fake ones. Look at the one star, two star, three star, right? Look at those that are giving you criticism or critiquing the product. And then you can figure out how to make it better. Um, number four is traffic. They give us their traffic, over 240 million credit cards on file. That's probably a higher now, but that's the last time I checked. Um, and we're talking 
like people that have Prime that are ready to buy one-click sale. Um, so that's traffic. And then from there, they allow us with that traffic, we get to rank. We get to see, we get to get eyeballs on our products pretty quickly too, by the way. And I didn't even mention sponsored product ads and pay-per-click. Like that's, that's part of the traffic. That's, that's traffic that we can buy. And then number five is the merchant account. Like we don't have to create the merchant account. They do it for us. We just have to have a checking account, attach it to it. Boom. We're ready to take sales. Six fulfillment. They do the fulfillment if we want them to. And then seven, customer service. They do customer service as far as refund, you know, refunds. Uh, they'll they'll do if you have a problem with a product taking too long, they'll take it. Um, of course, that can come to us and we can also handle it, but they'll take care of that for us. And then the last thing I put on my little list here, number eight, is no hosting. Like we can set up a little web page on their gigantic platform and start getting traffic for pretty much, what, $39 a month. I mean, even if we didn't want to do that, we could do it for free. We just wouldn't, we would pay more per sale, but for a, a pro account, a pro account, it's like uh, 40 bucks a month. Yep. So no hosting, Chris. So uh, did I hit a lot of them there, Chris? I mean, that's you did. And I think, I, I think you just, you actually lined out some of the stuff that I was talking about. It's just so much easier to get started. And they account for like half of all sales online or something at this point in the US, right? I mean, it's where you want to start. It's where you want to validate. And that for me is the the long and the short of it, right? It's absolutely the place to get started. You should at some point look outside of Amazon, but for the most part, you're going to want to get started there because if you can get to work there, you can let that finance and bankroll everything else that you want to try and do. Yeah, exactly. And to me, it's always about validating that first dollar. I always go back to the example with Shark Tank, right? Shark Tank, you go on there, you've got four sharks there, you you pitch your product. And usually the first thing is they say, all right, let's kind of cut through it here. Like, what are your sales? And then if someone says, oh, wait a minute, I'm still in prototype. They're like, well, wait a minute here. So you don't have any sales? No. So how do we know that this thing is even going to fly? The market did not validate it with you know, with their credit card. And that's usually what they want. Not all the time, but I would say 95% of the time they want to see sales. Or if right. you come in and you go, Oh, I've got $30,000 in sales. And they're like, okay, good. How long? Oh, it's been three years, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, okay. Why? Um, so it always comes down to validating before you actually go all in. And Amazon allows us to do that very quickly. Now, the question that I get a lot is, well, okay, Scott, that's great. And all you're a big you know, promoter of Amazon currently. And I am, um, but you know, is that where you're going to build your entire business? And the answer is no, that is not the case, but we have to get this part done first. That is why I'm doing this series. This is, you know, this is also the reason why we do our workshops because our workshops take all of this and really uh, bring it into a 90 minute window. We kind of condense it all down exactly what we're doing here in the series. And again, I wanted to lay this out for you guys because I believe this is the most critical part of the process. Because if we get through this part, number one, you've learned a ton, okay? Whether that product's a, a base hit, you know, a double or a home run or a failure, it doesn't really matter at this point. At this point, you've gotten through the five phases. You understand how to launch products. And then from there, it's just a matter of, you know, launching new products and, and testing and, and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And then from there, once we get through that, then we can go ahead and say, all right, how do we go ahead and build our own channel or maybe tap into a new channel? Maybe there's going to be a new channel that comes out that's like eBay, right? And it's not here yet, but then you can take your business and pretty much launch it on that platform. Um, or another marketplace. It could be uh, the UK, it could be Germany, whatever. But right now, 
Do not overwhelm yourself with everything you can do or you could do. Go through these five phases and launch a product, period. So that's why I decided to do the five-step roadmap series because we have kind of went back, traced our, uh, you know, kind of retraced our steps and a lot of our students, a lot of our listeners of the podcast and the people that have successfully launched products have followed for the most part, these five steps. And that's why I decided to do that. So Chris, before we wrap up this overview and we get people ready for the next episode, which will be coming very soon, is there anything you wanted to add to this overview of, uh, of the series before we wrap this up? I think you nailed it. The The moral of the story is just get started. What we're going to be doing over the next few episodes is laying out the steps that we use, the steps that successful sellers use, and they're going to be the new and updated ones if you guys are listening to this, at least relatively close to when this comes out, right? We went back through all of the stuff that we've been teaching. All of this stuff is going to be up to date and it's going to be relevant. And yes, we're kind of going back to some basics here, but it cannot hurt you even if you're, you know, launched seven, eight, 10, a hundred products, go back to the basics with us. Make sure you're not missing anything because Sky, even you and I mess up, right? We messed up in 100%. the new brand yep. with a product or two because we didn't follow the stinking roadmap, right? And as soon as you look back, you go, okay, well, we kind of fudged this number a little bit because we wanted to make it fit, right? So come back, listen to it with us. Even, you know, the, the people who've been selling for a long time can still make mistakes. So it's absolutely worth giving these next few episodes a listen. Yeah, and it, it really does come down to kind of like updating and kind of seeing where you were, what you do differently now than what you did before. And really, uh, you know, we started this new brand for a bunch of different reasons. Number one, we love launching, you know, businesses. We love uh taking what we're learning and applying it. And it just happened that, you know, we partnered with someone and Chris and I now are, are partnered up inside of this brand, which makes it really a lot of fun. And I always look at gamifying things. Like to me, it's, it's a game in a sense. It's like, okay, what's the next move? Let's do that move and then see what happens. Well, we did it. It worked. Oh, we did it. It didn't work. Let's not do that again. Or let's tweak this. Let's try this instead of that. So that's to me, the fun of it. And in the meantime, you're also building a skill set through this process. And that skill set, you can take and you can apply it now or in the future. And that's why for us, like in the past, in the pre-launch phase, we would have been talking about like, how do we get our first 50 reviews? How do we get our first 75 reviews? And we would have been talking about that. We might've been talking about a review group back then. Right now, we're not doing that. We're finding products that don't require you to go out there and have to find hundreds of reviews. We're finding products that are less competitive, but are still getting our 10 by 10 by one. If you guys do not know what the 10 by 10 by one is, you will know what that is when we get rocking and rolling here in this first part of the series, as far as like product research and stuff, because that's what we do. We follow this very simple formula in a sense. And then from there, we just, we just go forward with that in mind when we're, when we're launching these, these different products, we're not going after products that can do a hundred units per day, which to me, that is a big mistake that a lot of people, especially new sellers are, are going after. And, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they're listening to people out there in this space that are saying that you should do that. Uh, well, if that's the case, then you have to go and follow that person and then, or that, you know, that strategy but just keep in mind that it is going to be a lot harder. And to me, if you can find five products that are doing our 10 by 10 by one, 
you've got a pretty sizable business. And to me, it's a lot easier. So that's what we're going to be covering. I'm super, super excited about this. I've been wanting to do this now for about two months. We're finally going to do it. So if you guys want to download the show notes, the transcripts to this episode, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 440. And then from there, if you want to register for one of our upcoming workshops where Chris and I will be on there, we're going to break down all five phases in one session and we're going to be doing um, Q&A there as well. So you can definitely register for that if you're interested at all. Um, but we will be going through these five steps in this roadmap over the next few episodes. So that's pretty much going to wrap up this overview of the five step roadmap. We will see you in the rest of the series. And as always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.